Hello, and welcome to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. I'm your host, Carol Spencer. Um, On our last two podcasts, I got to chat with two wonderful young adults who are diagnosed with autism, Kyle and Alex. And today, to share her perspective is Alex's mother, Tammy Torres. So welcome, Tammy, and thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. So we got to hear Alex describe what it was like for her, for herself, learning about our diagnosis, what it was like in school, some of her challenges, and... Yeah, I wanted to to ask you, when did you first realize that something was something was up with Alex? It didn't seem like typical development. Yeah, well, there was little things here and there that even from birth I thought were kind of um you know, you go kind of hmm, um yeah. like when I remember when she was born um they brought her to my doctor had strict orders because um, nothing related to her or her autism, but I have like asthma and mm-hmm. had some issues. So he's like, just let her rest. Don't bring the baby in. Um, but Alex would not sleep throughout the entire night. Oh. And so um, she not only that, she kept the other babies up. So they brought her to my room. And, then, and so I was like, oh, okay. And then that continued kind of like sleep was always very difficult yeah. for her, you know, mm-hmm. sleeping through the night. Um, and she didn't nap like as long as other babies did right. which you see a lot with kids mm-hmm. on the spectrum. yeah sleep is um yeah issue. later on she was diagnosed with a sleep disorder so okay. and she did see a neurologist for that so that was one of the first hmm yeah there was um other just um little kind of things here and there but um it was hard enough for her to gain language and then she finally started you know gaining language at about two and we we had quite a few words and um she was finally starting to point and say like what's Mm -hmm. that and then um one day um this was one of my most memorable Mm -hmm. um events um between the ages of two and three she withdrew she didn't respond to her name she wasn't using her words um and my heart sunk like I knew like you could just see it in her eyes it's mm-hmm. almost like the light went out right um and um my husband was working uh, the late shift that day and he came home and I was um almost nine months pregnant about two weeks away from giving birth to my second child and I was thinking he's gonna think I'm nuts or that it's uh, just the pregnancy yeah. but he came home and he saw the look in my eye and he's like what's wrong I said there's something wrong with Alex. Um, she's just not responding. She's not talking like she's used to. This just happened very sudden, and we have to figure this out. So we took her to the pediatrician, and um, there were other things I noticed, too, that she played repetitive. She didn't play with toys the way the mm-hmm. other kids did, so I shared all this information, and unbeknownst to me, I saw the records later when we were moving. She had wrote autism question mark. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and you know that, that mother got yes it very much was it was you I knew I knew like there was I knew something was was wrong and you know I didn't know anything about autism but I Mm -hmm. I just knew okay you're you're not supposed to play with toys by putting them in order from biggest to smallest right knocking them down and then reorganizing them from smallest to biggest over and over again you're not supposed to play with the little chub boxes spinning them over and over again I had to teach her how to use a rattle Mm -hmm. um so I thought that's really weird that I have to teach her how to play with toys um you know change um she change was always difficult for Mm her um, she, when we went to the grocery store, she didn't cry or scream or throw a tantrum because I didn't get her what she wanted or because right. I said, no, mm-hmm. that wasn't ever a problem. Right. But if we went the wrong way, 
you know, That's we had ended up having her. to go home because it was, she couldn't handle it. It was wow. too much. Yeah. And I can see in your, in your face, like it, it still hits you hard, <laughs> even though it's, you know, 20 some long years time later. Ago, yeah. yeah. I remember with my son, it was, he was, I knew nothing about autism as well. I knew nothing. And he was three months old and you know, he wouldn't smile back naturally. Mm-hmm. And I said, he has autism. He doesn't smile at me. And everybody thought I was crazy. I'm like, and I don't even know why I said, it. I'm like, nope. And I was right. <laughs> you know, so we know, we know as mothers is to trust that, trust that God. Um, so with Alex, you know, she, she talked about how um, she first learned that you just kind of explained it to her. And through the years with the therapist, you know, she gradually understood what this autism was all about for her. Um, and you know, you as a parent, you have to, you have the job of explaining it in a way that a child understands. So what was your thought process on how to approach that subject? What is it that you wanted her to understand when it comes to this autism? Well, um, so she, um, when she was asking me about this question, she said, you know, when I was younger, I, I, I didn't feel any different. And, and she just thought that everybody received ABA therapy in their home okay. and everybody had played set up, set up play dates, you know, um, because we used to set up play dates with her with her friends so that she mm-hmm. could you know practice, practice. her social social skills more mm-hmm. often um you know um and it's different than just oh invite your friends and come over you know right. it was a structured um yeah play date it's very um, facilitated yes. especially in the beginning right <laughs> um mm-hmm. so she and, and and so she got like i was very lucky that when her pediatrician thought that she got her to be evaluated right away mm-hmm. and pushed for it because we were moving we were in um Paducah, Kentucky, where she mm-hmm. was born, and we were moving to Tennessee for my husband's job, and so she got evaluated um, at St. Louis Hospital when she was really young before we moved. So before we moved, um, within that three-month period, she had early intervention services mm-hmm. such as speech OT, and she went to Easter Seals uh, yes. pre-K. Um, then when we moved to Tennessee, um, I was um, I belonged to an organization called Families for Early Autism Treatment, and they um, introduced me to applied behavior analysis, you know, otherwise known mm-hmm. as ABA or now mm-hmm. verbal behavior. Yep. And so she's always had people coming in and out of our house and and working with her like this. So she confessed to me that she felt she didn't feel any different. I guess she mm-hmm. just thought that everybody else had this. Yeah. But along the line, I knew that at some point, as she became more aware mm-hmm. in elementary school, by you know, by the time we, we moved here when she was in kindergarten, um, just for her sake, because where we lived down south, they didn't, you know, we had to contract services out. Right. So um, I knew along the way that at some point I wanted to for her to be aware and know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just kind of waited to see when she started becoming more aware that, you know, maybe other kids, not all kids get this, but, mm-hmm. you know, we just would have conversations and about between fourth and fifth grade, I knew she was ready because, you know, she was realizing, yeah, not everybody gets speech. Not right. everybody right. has people come to their homes to work yeah, with it them. It was just her natural world. Yeah. So then that's when I thought to explain it to her. And basically I just said, you know, this is what autism is. This is why you flap your hands. And mm-hmm. we've told you, you can't do that in public because people are going to look at you weird and mm-hmm. we gave her some replacement behaviors right. um you know this is why you have such a hard time you know with people understanding you mm-hmm. and this is why people do come to your home to help you and we explained the differences and some of the basics of autism you know um at her level and um you said but you know we also emphasize the fact that it's okay to be different mm-hmm. that everybody's different so she has autism but some people have asthma mm-hmm. um there was a little boy boy with by her same name that had diabetes and he had to have like he had severe diabetes yes. type one and he had to carry a little pack and mm-hmm. I said everybody in life 
has something that they have to struggle with. Mm -hmm. Yours is going to be this. You are always going to struggle with communication. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to get better for you. But, you know, this is something that you are just going to have to deal with. But it doesn't make you any less. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that some of the things about your autism make you unique and different in a good way. You actually have some advantages with your autism Mm -hmm. that other people don't have. She has a really great memory. Um, She has amazing visual spatial skills. Um, So yeah, I think Kyle put it it in a really nice way. He said, it's just think of your body as a puzzle and there's a a piece of that puzzle and just autism is just one small part of it. So there's so many other wonderful things that make up the person. So, you know, that different, Mm -hmm. not less, you know, which we hear a a lot of. we, we all know that there are challenges. We can spend a million podcasts on the challenges of raising a child with autism. Um, could you talk about maybe some of the challenges you've had, uh, maybe with the, 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 you know, the system of services that, you know, the court of public opinion and, you know, cause that always plays, plays a part. So I think that a lot of the things that have been challenges to me as a mother in the end, um, I think helped me become a better mother, helped me become a better person. Um, and eventually it evolved into, I had gone to college for something for another career. Mm -hmm. And when she was better, I decided to go back and get my teaching degree. Um, she and many of the people that helped her inspired me to just come back and help others. Um, so a lot of those, um, challenges has really served me well now. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, personally as a mother and, um, in my personal relationships and interacting with, with, with other people and even in my career. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, the, the, the system, as we know, and that continues to be difficult. And it's interesting because we moved up here because things are better. Mm -hmm. So things are better, I think, up north Mm -hmm. than they are down south with regards to services. Yeah, huge difference, especially in the education system. But there's still a challenge. Um, But yes, there are still, (laughs) even though it's better, there are still things that need to be worked on. So I think that, I think that people, um, I'm still surprised when when parents aren't aware of all the services that are out there for their children. Yes, that's true. Um, Mm -hmm. So, um, or the difficulties in, in obtaining those. So maybe parents who don't really understand the system or how it works too yeah um, I'm very heartbroken because then they are unable to access um, those services yeah. um, court yeah. of public opinion opinion has made me yeah. a, a stronger sure. person uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know talk about the grocery store yeah. yeah when we were down south and she was we were teaching her we went to the grocery store not for grocery shopping, mm-hmm. for the sole purpose of teaching her to go in there successfully and, mm-hmm. and come, not come out with a temper tantrum because we went the wrong way. Right. Um, so, you know, um, and uh, I was very fortunate that the manager there was, his wife was a special education teacher and he uh. knew us. Um, we went in and some little old lady um, started making um, a commotion about why did I just not pick up my daughter and get her out of there. And she was making a, more of a commotion than my daughter was. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and all I was trying to get my daughter to do, she had thrown herself on the floor and refused to go up and was screaming. And, um, you know, she was screaming, I want to go home. So the lady sure. thought I should take her home. Right. Um, and so we were just trying to get her to used to, you know, go in different ways in the grocery mm-hmm. store. And I, you know, uh, luckily one of um, the other therapists from another um, parent um, with autism came by and she saw and we knew each other and, and she explained it to the lady, but the lady was not having it. Yeah. Uh, and, and the lady accused me of all kinds of good things while I was just focused on redirecting my daughter. So um, in one of the intermittent um, 
you know, spaces from redirecting my daughter and prompting her just to get up and start walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her about the manager and she got the manager and the manager told mm-hmm. her and explained to her, you know, she, this yeah. mother's trying to help her child. Right. Um, she's trying to help her adjust and, um, it, you know, she has autism and he explained it, but the lady yeah. was not having it. Um, so he finally had to tell the lady, um, if you don't leave, we're going to have to escort you wow. out of here. How nice to have that support. Yeah, to have the, yeah. From a store. So, it's amazing how how much expertise can happen just from watching somebody in a minute. How about it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. So while there was those people that, you know, like her that yeah. didn't understand it and kind of, you know. Yeah. You, thankfully, there was always someone in our path willing to help us. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, one thing I wanted, I really wanted to ask you about. So uh, my son is 16 and he is more classic autism. Uh, you, know, you know, he has autism. He's not super verbal. He will always need that lifetime of support. And it, it always seems like just from conversations that I've heard that there's this perception that somebody who has higher functioning autism, it's, it's easier you know, than somebody who's considered you know, lower on that spectrum. And I hate to use those terms, but, um, you know, oh, well, your child talks, the, they're, they'll get married, they might, they'll get a job. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily buy that because I, I think that we, we all have this heightened sense of, of worry and concern about our kids. And, and, and I think it all boils down to, are they going to be okay? Like, will they be okay? And I, I just, I just wonder what your thoughts were on something like oh, this. Oh, wow. Well, mm-hmm. Alex looks, Alex, people look at Alex now and think, oh, she's Asperger's. No, she was classically autistic. She was, there were many areas that she was low on the spectrum. She mm-hmm. had intensive, like 40 hours of applied behavior mm-hmm. analysis, plus speech, plus yeah. OT. So um, she, her, she lost almost all her language. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when between the ages of two and three, she was just starting to put two words together, pointing, and then it was all gone. Like she right. didn't even, that's what was so scary about yeah. that moment. She didn't even respond to her name. Yeah. Um, so we started like from the beginning, um, you know, trying to teach her how to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully with the intensive therapy, she, um, you know, responded. She still wasn't speaking in full sentences by the age of mm-hmm. five, you know, um so i mean you see her now and it's hard to believe because yeah. now she won't be quiet yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you can't imagine all the work all the I'm work sure that went, went into, into that. that yeah not so, just getting her to speak but the social yeah. skills like and, and people just take for granted those small things like speaking mm-hmm. and if you knew only how many skills it involves yeah. to, to, to yeah. speak um and it's not just words it's tone of voice it's right. you know body you know um your, your body expressions your uh facial expressions so um yeah, yeah. Um, I people look at her now and I'm like, oh, well, but she's high functioning. I'm like, well, she yeah. wasn't always, and she worked really hard to get There's there. There's a lot of work that went behind yes. that. Yes, and yeah. um, she still struggles. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she's told me, you know, like I've told her, you will always have autism. It's not, you know, up until, you know, um, until we find a cure there, you know, she's not cured. She's right. just more functional. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she still struggles with tone of voice. Um, yeah. she still struggles with sometimes being too literal and having mm-hmm. people understand her multiple step directions are still Stuff. difficult for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think we're all mothers in the same boat and we're all work and dads too, just mm-hmm. working really hard to give them what they need no matter where they Absolutely. are on that on that spectrum um we do have to wrap it up but just super super quick um we know that there are parents who really struggle with coming to terms with their child's diagnosis so the autism study we have new parents all the time and they're just lost any words of advice i know there's probably tons of advice but anything that you would say to them to say it 
it'll be okay. Yes. So, well, that unfortunately was not my experience because her changes were so sudden. Mm -hmm. But I have, as both as a professional and Mm -hmm. then as a mother who's been in the community, um, had many friends that experienced that, that had, they had a hard time coming to terms with it. My husband had a hard time Mm -hmm. coming to terms with it. And I think that you need to allow yourself some of that grieving time, yes. Mm -hmm. But then um, realize, I think the reason why sometimes people take that so... um, difficult because it's like yeah like if I accept this then what will be of my child mm-hmm. or they think it's their fault mm-hmm. which is not um, so it's almost like you need to put yourself on a shelf and you're mm-hmm. you know give yourself some time but then you need to put your feelings aside for the moment and think about what does my child need mm-hmm. so that I can get him from you know for the, from point A to point B from point B to point mm-hmm. C so that they can improve because the sooner mm-hmm. that you get your child the services that they need then the sooner they will start to improve yeah i i think that's perfect advice i i concur yeah absolutely uh, thank you tammy for for joining me today and and sharing that your personal story about alex she's a wonderful girl i'm so glad i got to interview her and uh thank, thank you. you thank you for being here and thank you thank all you for, for having us. Uh, of course thank you all for listening and until next time this is autism society of berks county inspiration and impact for more information visit us at autism society of join our facebook page autism society of berks county members group and check us out on twitter at berks autism